Happy Black Friday, or whatever day you're listening to this, it's Black Friday for me, and I'm doing absolutely zero shopping. That's a lie, actually, we're going Christmas tree shopping today, so I'm doing some shopping. But what's up, everybody? Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving, and today we're going to talk about the essential part of a proper morning routine, slash maybe evening ritual routine for people. Um, I was kind of stuck between two topics this week. I was going to talk about gratitude because I always love talking about the importance of gratitude and having that practice put in place and I always feel like when we get to Thanksgiving or this time of year that I feel more overwhelmed with the feeling because I think it just comes with the territory of the time you know like Thanksgiving I think we're supposed to practice being thankful for our family our food whatever people are thankful for gratitude's kind of part of that conversation but that being said um, I did zero prep on the gratitude one. So I didn't write out anything for the email or the podcast today. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about the other one because I've got a lot of, you know, decent feedback on this one. So I was talking to a one-on-one client of mine last week about this. And then actually another one-on-one client of mine this week of this. And I was just kind of talking about my morning routine and why I deem it as such an essential piece. And both of them were like, you know what? I think I'm going to start implementing some of this stuff. So I wanted to go over today kind of my morning routine. Um, to obviously hopefully maybe plant the seed of motivation for some of the things you can be adding into but and then kind of follow it up with more of like why I feel the morning routine has actually become a very essential part to my day um, for a whole lot of reasons and to be transparent with you I really didn't have much of a morning routine till probably the pandemic honestly um, because I always kind of worked in the morning so I'm going to go over my morning routine first. I want to kind of jump right into it. So for me, I have like a handful of things if I had like the perfect morning that I always go through. But I'm going to always going to go through my essentials first and then the things that I try to throw in as much as I can. So I would say the number one thing for me that's essential is I always read. And when I say always, I'm probably going to say five-ish, six-ish days a week. I generally always have like one or two days off that like I don't read or I read like a very, very small amount. Um, reading for me became a huge part to the routine and also the pandemic, right? A lot of this stuff actually is kind of more pandemic. So thank God for the pandemic. Huh? Corey's just amazing now. Thanks to the pandemic. Um, you know, but it came a big part to me because for me, it's like, I've always been big into education and self-education and always like, you know, being a forever student and continuing to grow. That being said, was not a very good reader through school. Never really had motivation to read much when I got out of school. Um, So I was always more like audio or video or live certifications. And, you know, then I started reading things that obviously I had more interest in and just became obviously something that's kind of fell more into the routine easily for me because I really actually now truly enjoy reading. Um, I think it's important when you look at self-education to really be focused on the things that you actually have interest in versus it being like a forced thing or subject that you're trying to learn, which, you know, a lot of school was like that for me. That's why I had zero interest in it. Um, you know, but I've always kind of had a thing that I like to do something for my body, my heart, my soul, and my brain and, you know, reading for me and a podcast every day and things like that. They're definitely for my brain. I just love the act of learning every day. Kind of just for me, like it kind of gives me that feeling that I'm always moving the ball forward in, in the court somewhere. Right. And sometimes that's not my fitness. Sometimes it's not my business. Sometimes it's like whatever, but like me having the act of like learning some of that information is obviously a big piece. Um, I can go into the rabbit hole of the execution behind reading and how I feel like reading can be a wasted time for some people, depending on what you're trying to get out of it. Um, But reading for sure was number one. Number two, um, I would say the most consistent 
is probably my morning sunlight, my morning walk with Kona. Um, for me, there's something that, like, as I started to get into the science of, like, studying a lot of sleep and understanding how circadian rhythm works and obviously the benefits of just being outside of nature, one of the most essential times to actually get sunlight in is first thing in the morning, right? So waking up and getting sunlight direct into the eyes, right? Um, I actually don't even wear sunglasses that much anymore because of the science of this. Um, and a lot of that is the communication between the visual of your body actually taking in the light via eyes and the whole kind of clock system that it sets off from there. <clears throat> I'm not going to try to get into too much of the, the science of everything that I do today, but, you know, maybe down the road I will. But today, just kind of talking more about what I actually do and a little bit of why. So, you know, I always wanted to be like, okay, like Andrew Huberman was a guy that I really love. I love his content, neuroscientist out of Stanford. And he just, this is all he pushed when he started getting kind of popular in the social media world. It was like, hey, you got to get direct sunlight, direct sunlight in the eyes. And just like, even if it's cloudy or if it's rainy like getting time out and especially during the winter um so i started doing that and i started just realizing like that moment of solitude that it gave me every single morning of just like you know 10 minute walk to the park 15 minutes maybe playing with kona 10 minute walk back so let's call it 20 to 30 minutes of total walk it was a great way for me to get steps in it was a great way for me to be outside it's a great way to be be with a dog get the sunlight in it's all that kind of the health benefits from it um so that's something that has really kind of moved to like an everyday part thing for me. Probably the same thing like reading. It's mainly like five, six days a week. Number three, I would say meditation is probably, out of all the things in the morning for me, meditation is definitely the hardest, right? Like uh, for people that follow me and know me, like I do cold plunge, my sauna, my cold plunge. My cold plunge definitely is the hardest thing in my routine. Um, I do that three, four times a week with the sauna meditation is probably close to that average. You know, sometimes I go in phases where I'm doing it like five, six days a week. And sometimes I go in phases where it's like only once or twice a week. Um, so I would say the average is probably closer to three times a week, but there's something for me that you'll see that runs parallel with all the morning routine things. It's just like the, the, the opportunity to have that solitude in the morning to kind of be by yourself really just like sets the tone for the day for me right like when i feel like i have time to myself and i did a little reading or i took care of my health or whatever it is like it just really really sets the pace for me throughout the rest of the day um and this is obviously why i'm talking about it and why i try to promote it to so many of my clients because i just realized the impact that it had on me for it so meditation is definitely one of those things that i would say out of all the things in the morning routine is the hardest for me to be consistent but the fact that it's the hardest for me i know it's one of the better things for me um, I actually was, I think it was like a, a quote or maybe something out of a book, but I was talking about like, you know, I always looked at meditation being a thing as like, okay, well I can sit here and I can focus on my breath. And if I can just really stay conscious of my breath and not get distracted too much, like that's me mastering meditation. Um, and I realized that really a lot of the art of meditation is the ability to get back on track with those things. Right. So prime example, I do 10 minutes on the calm app. Um, and then I do 10 minutes of like yoga and things like that. But when I do the app and I do the breathing, there's some days where it's like, it's pretty easy for me to just be like very like present and centered and just focused on my breath and relaxed and like just in the moment. And there's some days where I'm literally sitting there with my eyes closed going, okay, I need to get this ready for the team meeting or I need to do like all this stuff just starts going through my head, which is totally normal. I mean, that's, I think that's the whole art of meditation is the ability to kind of get back to the present moment with a busy mind because subconsciously your body will run kind of wild by itself. So meditation for me is something I've been doing now for probably about 
everything now since the beginning of the pandemic, but really I started this probably six months prior to the pandemic. So let's call it a little over three years. And um, hardest, it's a probably top three hardest things in my routine, right? And this is why I continually do it because I'm someone that practice really what I preach on the aspect that like, if it's difficult, you probably should lean into it. Um, granted, there's a lot of nuance to that. And there's a lot of context to go in like what I mean by difficult, but like having something that is consciously a difficult task for you to do and you being consistent enough to be able to do that task gives you that self-confidence, gives you the the habit of building action into leaning into, hey, I don't want to do this, but I'm still doing it. Um, and I think all these benefits, right? And obviously from stress reduction to breath and all the other fancies, a lot of this stuff, it's funny that I started doing for my health. Like, okay, sauna is good for me and cold plunge is good for me and meditation is good for me. And I started adding all these things in the routine. Some of them I kind of trickled away. Some of them I kept in the routine. And cold plunge and meditation were the two things that I realized that I was like, they are, they are so consciously hard for me to do, right? Um, yesterday, I went on a little run before we went to Thanksgiving. Did like a 20-minute run and came back and went straight in the sauna. We were short in time. So usually I like to do, like I have an infrared sauna, so it doesn't get super hot. So I generally will do like 45 minutes to an hour in the winter because we have an indoor sauna outside. So it just really doesn't get as hot as I would like it to be. And I crave heat personally. Um, in the winter time or summertime, I'm sorry, I'll probably do closer to like 30 to 40 minutes because it's just like, hey, it's hot outside. And, you know, obviously them being inside of a sauna. So I did 20 minutes yesterday and I went to cold plunge. And I was just thinking about it every single time I do it. I was like, oh, I don't want to fucking do the cold plunge today. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to skip today. And I have that conversation every single time, right? And I think like when you can start to build those little things into your routine in your life, like we all have that. We were just talking to that client today at 7 a.m. And he was like, he was like oh, I didn't come on Wednesday. I, was like, I just didn't feel like it. I was kind of like in the holiday mood. You know, and that, that stuff's normal. Like it's normal for us to feel like that as humans. And I think a lot of times... I'll even give a little grace to my industry. I think a lot of clients think that like trainers are superstars and they eat this perfect diet and they don't have lax dips in motivation. It's all about discipline. And I think that's the farthest, farthest thing from the truth. Um, and to be honest with you, I think even sometimes it's harder for some trainers to actually stay consistent with their own fitness because they're stuck doing it all day long. So we all have these things that constantly test us. Um, and I think the importance of having those things consciously in a very smart way where it's not overwhelming and it's not like, you know, you don't need to make your life hard, like make parts of your life hard because it makes the rest of your life easy. Um, so doing those little things and those actions because you're building the habit of you having grit and having resilience and having the ability to say like, yeah, I know I don't want to do it, but I know I should. Um, and the ability to take that, you know, that step forward in the right direction is obviously a huge piece. So. Number one, I always say is reading. Number two for me is just getting outside, getting some good sunlight. Number three is probably meditation. In meditation, I so I bought a red light therapy device. So when it comes to sunlight, there's red light, near-infrared light, UVA, UVB, all this good stuff. A lot of healing properties are actually in the near-infrared and far-infrared side, which for those that don't want to buy a $1,500 red light device or go to a tanning salon that maybe has the red light one. Like, I want to do the tanning, but I'm talking about the red light one. Um... What you get the most red light in the sunrise and the sunset. So basically, when the sun angle is the lowest, we get the most far and near infrared lighting, right? Um, and a lot of these healing benefits for collagen production, wound healing, like all the, the, the fancy stuff that they try to sell you on, um, you get a lot of that from red light. So I bought one of these things a couple of years ago on Christmas for myself. And um, so what I do, and this might be a little bit of uh, too much information for some people, but I started reading about how... <laughs> If you get direct light exposure and you're completely naked, 
okay, and you get this on your gonads, male or female, that there is like a, a testosterone increase. So I, when I read this the first time, and if you guys know me, I'm a little crazy like that. So what I do in the morning is I literally strip down naked. I do 10 minutes of meditating in front of the red light, and I'm sitting there crisscross applesauce just doing my breath work. And then I do 10 minutes of some type of stretching. And, yes, I do this all naked. And, yes, I let the light shine where the light normally shine, and all for my health. So those are kind of things that I kind of just put into one little kind of routine. It's basically like 10 minutes of meditating, 10 minutes of yoga, and I just have the light on for 20 minutes. Um, so those are kind of like my big three, you know, and if I were to say, you know, for me, coffee is obviously a huge essential thing in the morning. I always like to wake up and, you know, have a big glass of water, sometimes maybe a little salt in it, depending on how I'm feeling or how my routine looks. Um, I make myself a cup of coffee that I generally don't try to start drinking until I'm an hour in to get the cortisol production down and, or the release to kind of drop. And then I have my coffee. So I have all these little intricate details, but to kind of like sum it all up, like what I've learned from having a good morning routine is there's a pro and a con to it, to both sides, right? Cause not having a morning routine, I never had a con to something I never had. Um, having a morning routine. The one thing I will tell you is, uh, there's just like a little less fulfillment in my day when I don't have the time for myself in the morning. Um, one thing I've learned about running a business probably more than any other area of my life is in order for me to really, really proactively be growing my business, I needed to take myself out of the day-to-day -day operation to have more time for reflection and awareness and solitude and have the time for my body and brain to have the energy in time, most importantly, like I'm saying, to be able to kind of think about, like, what do I need to do in the future? What do I need to do kind of, you know, moving forward proactively versus, you know, the first, like, three years especially, probably two to three years especially, um, and then still now a little bit on and off, but it's definitely like I'm at a place where I'm like, you know, I have that time. When I didn't have the solitude or I worked more, like last week we had a lot of the coaches sick and I ended up covering a lot of classes, it's no big deal. I love coaching the classes, but I, what I even realized is not having my morning routine or not having that the energy or the time for myself, um, it's very easy to kind of just get into the day-to-day -day stuff, right? And when you get into this day-to-day -day routine, I think there's a mixture of like complacency that happens, but there's also a just, a, it's very easy to just kind of like not really outgrow what you're doing, right? And I think the importance of having solitude and reflection gives you the opportunity to really a take the time for yourself to realize like what do, what do i really want in my life or what is the routine that i currently have actually doing for me like is it serving for my goals is it serving me for the better direction uh and the solitude thing i think from a stress management aspect more than anything there's something about having a little time by yourself and more importantly i think there's even a dramatic difference of being by yourself outside than there is inside but having that time, I think, is deemed essential. You know, and even some religions and even kind of more the Eastern medicine stuff, they like they say that it's like the a lot of the like the four a four AM to six AM is like they call it the spiritual hours, right? Like there's something just something just graceful about that time. Um, you know, I was here this morning at six AM for covering classes and me and Jamie were here, no one showed up at six AM. I don't know why I keep opening the damn classes 6 a.m. after fucking holidays but whatever just sitting there we're obviously just chit-chatting through the hour and just like seeing the sunrise you know when you go from driving in the dark to seeing the sunrise there's something just peaceful about that um and i think for me like being in nature and being such a beach bum my whole life like i really fill my cup back up having that 
So the morning routine kind of does that for me. And I think the ability to, you know, fill your cup a little bit and have something that's dedicated towards you and what you need. Um, I wanted to share my morning routine because hopefully maybe that can influence you to pick up a book and start reading or start stretching in the morning or start meditating or have a little time for yourself or walk the dog. Like the act of just getting up and going to work or getting up and getting your kids ready. And I granted, I know a lot of people maybe don't have the luxury of having that time. So I can sympathize with that because I didn't have that for a long time in my career. And now that I have a schedule that's conducive to that, like it's much easier to do that. And when I don't have that, it's harder. And that's why I kind of said in the beginning of the podcast, like maybe these are things that we throw like in the evening. You know, one of my clients, Shiloh, we were talking about it this week. You know, I'm someone that likes to keep a foam roller and a lacrosse ball in front of my couch and TV. Because when I go home at night, I think it's nice for me to just foam roll a little bit and stretch on the hardwood floor. Like, I just want to move a little bit because I feel like I sleep better. It's easier for me to relax. I hate going straight from, like, work to straight to a couch um, or dinner straight to a couch, I mean. Um, but in the morning, I don't do any foam rolling, but I'll do some stretching and some moving, you know. So, for me, my hips tendentially are tight. Like, everyone. Like, our hips are tight. Our shoulders are tight. So, I like doing something that kind of just gives me a good start. When I go straight to work, it's very easy for me, like... Today, just use today as an example, starting so early and then working straight through one or two o'clock, whatever it is today, then it's like, okay, go get a Christmas tree. It's like, it's very easy for me. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to have energy to read when I get home tonight. Um, I'm not going to want to do a lot of this stuff because I didn't have that little fill my cup moment, but my schedule wasn't as conducive towards it, right? Um, So I am a true believer that if you want to build any habit in your life and you have not built the habit. Um, it's most importantly to, it's most important to try to schedule that thing first thing in the day, right? So if you're someone that's trying to work out and you're trying to find a routine for yourself, do it earlier in the morning, right? If you're someone that's trying to become a reader, do it first thing in the morning. If you're someone that's trying to meditate, do it first thing in the morning. If you're someone that's trying to stretch more, do it first thing in the morning. And if you have kids and it's like you have roommates and it's harder for you to do that, wake up an hour before everyone in the household and make that your time. And I am telling you, out of every piece of my day, it is my favorite part of my day, right? And I love my workout phase, and I love my job, and I love spending time with my girlfriend. But I realize that the time that I have, that I would get to kind of do something just solely for me by myself alone in the world, it's like it's it's healing and peaceful by itself, right? So I think it's just kind of one of those foundational items, I would say. So. For everyone listening to this, um, moral of the story is I really do believe that it's an essential piece to kind of develop yourself a nice little morning ritual and morning routine. And it doesn't need to be seven days a week. You know, sometimes it's only the weekdays for me. Um, some days it's only a few days a week if I'm on vacation. But like trying to find something that you feel is for you. And most importantly, it's towards um, it's worked towards the goal that you have set for yourself um, will be a big game changer for what you do. Um, for those that, you know, do listen to this podcast religiously, I appreciate you guys listening and supporting as always. Um, I love the feedback. And if you guys feel like you want to hear more of why I do certain things, I'd try not to get too deep in the why because I wanted to make it more of the core concept of why the morning routine is essential. Um, but for me, if you guys want to hear more of kind of like why what I do is essential to what I do, then we can. But I think for everyone, just the, you know, the, the takeaway from this would be what's something that you've always wanted to work on that's for you. Um, if there was anything I would love to add into my morning routine that I don't really do well is I would love to be doing more content, right? Like I really want to get more involved with education for my clients, you guys, uh, my coaches, the business. 
Um, and I feel like the morning routine is going to be the only way I really kind of can get there and get some dedicated time towards that. Um, but until my schedule changes or until I make it a bigger priority, I'm not. Like right now, it's just more of like taking care of my own health, right? Um, but I think all those little goals that we have set for yourself, the morning routine is the best way to develop that habit because it's the hardest it's, it's easier to make an excuse at the end of the day. You guys go to work, you pick up your kids, you go do whatever you got to do in your normal day. Trying to go home and convince yourself to do those things at night, like, oh, I'm going to meditate at night before I go to bed, or I'm going to foam roll, or I'm going to read before I go to bed. Um, and I could just be, that could be strictly my own bias. I think it's harder to do that because you've used so much energy throughout the day being a normal human being and living life and going to work and doing everything you are. Um, for me in the morning, it's like we can wake up a little bit of fire. So the hard part is getting in the habit of waking up early enough to do it. Um, but I will tell you, out of all little daily pieces that I have, putting an essential morning routine, um, big game changer, big game changer. All right, guys. Well, that's all I want to talk about today. Have a great weekend for those that are celebrating Thanksgiving, enjoying the time off with the family. Um, if you're listening to this at a random time, enjoy your day no matter what. And I will probably see you guys on Thursday or Wednesday next week because I'm going to head out to Palm Springs. But we'll drop some content before you guys before I leave. All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye.